Talk, ladies and the podcasting beast from the East with the Professor John Gotti, the King of RG, the troll master, the data analyzing ninja, the conqueror of his own fate. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Terminator, Professor Omega, the cleaner. Best podcasting machine, least hype machine, and the wise man for your reigning, defending, undisputed podcasting champion. But he is also the the pending undisputed world heavyweight champion, our tribal chief, the head of the table, the sultan of squat, Los Chanquilo, the Pied Piper of podcasting, and the newly dubbed sanitizer, Doc. How you doing, man? It's Thursday. Way too many nicknames. Welcome to my world. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like, many. he's like, that's how that feels. <laughs> how does it feel to be me? <laughs> wow. I'm doing good, man. We got some interesting football news. There's nobody wants to talk about that basketball crap. That foosball, sir. That yes. foosball. Foosball. Gonna get that cool good football. <laughs> we went from national championship to a bunch of dogs. <laughs> uh, but no, Sam, we're going to go over some QB rankings. The uh, final QB rankings of the regular, regular season. season. Greg Rosenthal did this one, not our usual guy, but that's all right. Let's see how he feels. Let's see if he throws the 44 year old in there. Uh huh. To start off, is Brady, the real MVP. <laughs> The real MVP, the real NV. I kind of like the fact that they also included last season, uh, the last couple of seasons, yeah. uh, final rankings too. Uh, so last year he finished two. Um, this year he finishes at number one. Has the, I mean, only the, one of two people who passed for five thousand yards, um, forty-three touchdowns, twelve picks. As as we said, you know, all picks aren't equal. Uh, some of them are ricochets. Some of them are tip passes. Yep. Um, people don't take that in consideration. I was actually reading that yesterday when they were talking about the MVP. And a lot of people were like, well, how could you look at Brady's numbers and see an MVP? And I'm like, I mean, yes, Aaron Rodgers threw four interceptions and Tom threw 12. But at least five to six of those interceptions probably weren't Tom's fault. Um, but that's neither here nor there. He's number one. He should be MVP. But moving on to number two, the favorite to win MVP. To many people. To many people. <clears throat> Despite how people were ready to just. Right. Cancel them completely um, due to the COVID vaccine debacle. Yeah. Not even just that, but the whole off-season stuff, too. Well, like, I mean, that's not on him. I mean, that's on him and the organization. Um, I mean, he wanted, what, a long-term deal? He and wanted He wanted. The team be secure. Like I said, if it's me, and this is just me, and this is me thinking Moneyball, this is me thinking, you know, you look at the way they're playing, you look at the way they do it in New England, the way they've been doing it in Green Bay. Yep. You don't need star players all the time. You yep. need to develop stars because if you continuously go out and get these big names, then – well, a you're gonna be, you know, be like the Saints and be in 
Cap hell. I mean, now granted, I mean, could the Packers have benefited from signing Odell Beckham Jr.? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, without question. But if you're taking away reps from, you know, Lassard and some of those other guys, what happens when these guys leave? You haven't developed anybody. Similar to what the Steelers do. Steelers never pay their receivers big money, right? That's been the whole thing. Yep. Um, but you can see now that their wide receiver pool is starting to dry up. And I say pool with a little bit of clay. Awesome. Okay. Number three. <laughs> well, last year, of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers did finish. Number one. Yes, number one. Uh, number three, we got Justin Herbert. Obviously, I told you all along, these two quarterbacks would be linked together forever. But Justin, only one is heading to the playoffs. That's true. Uh, Justin Herbert obviously dominated this year. Again, one of two that hit actually hit 5,000 yards, mm-hmm. uh, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, eerily similar to Tom Brady. Um, again, some of those interceptions are not his fault, but you think about it, your third year, throwing 38 touchdowns, that's amazing. Second year. Second year, excuse me. Um, last year, he was ranked number nine. Uh, obviously, the growth is uh, is there. Is it's there. there. Um Questions around the quarterback, uh, the coach, I guess, mm-hmm. is swirling. I don't think we'll see his coaching change. He's just a young coach uh, trying to figure some things yeah, out. I mean, he was just playing a bit too aggressive, maybe. Yeah. I mean, again, it's kind of what I was telling you about after their game against the Chiefs. You know, people get on him because he was being too aggressive and looking at analytics too much, but everyone has to benefit of hindsight. Absolutely. Number four, we got Joe Burrow. Um, I mean, he finally got a chance to play a full season. A full season, minus one game, the end of the season. But thirty-four touchdowns, fourteen picks. Um, again, picks are subjective. Uh, if you're not watching all the games, you know, James is thirty for thirty. Obviously, yes, it's a big deal. But if you didn't, if you weren't there to watch it, then you don't know that half of those picks weren't his fault. Of course. Um, but Joe Burrow, who finished eighteenth last year. Finished his fourth year, very strong campaign, and he's in the playoffs, as you mentioned. Yep. Not, not bad for a sophomore season. Not bad. No slumps. Nope. No slumps here. Uh, number five, Patty Patrick Mahomes. Did you just Ray. call him Patty? I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to turn out right. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Patty Mahomes price. Finished three last year. Finished Two, uh, three, two, one. Uh, yep. Look at that. Three, two, one. If we would have finished fourth, it would have been fantastic this year. But he finishes five. Um, pretty solid season. 37 touchdowns. Almost hit 5,000 yards. Um, you know, 13 picks. I think, you know, you don't put him in the MVP conversation because of the way the team struggled. But if we're talking about the numbers, and that's the part that I'm not understanding. We're talking about the numbers. And this is what I was saying about Aaron Rodgers is that, you know, when we talk about the numbers, yes, Aaron Rodgers only played, what, 14 games? Or it says 16 games, but I thought it was more of like 14 because he missed one or two. No, because he, he only missed the one. Did he play at the beginning of the season? I thought he yes. Missed one. Okay. So, and I don't know See, why. no one remembers that because that was the game that they got the show by the Saints, and that was I'm the saying. game that they kept holding That's over. That's what I'm saying. So, it's like I don't know why people are, you know, saying like he had less, you know, throws or whatever to Brady. He might have threw the ball as much. But um, it's like, I don't know. But Patrick Mahomes, I mean, really, really great season, in my opinion. Yes, they struggled a little bit, but he 
he made it happen. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, talking about championship pedigree and being able to being able to win despite how people wanted to try to write them off after they started one yeah. and three. I mean, yeah. again, it's never how you begin the season that matters. It's always how you end the season. And don't forget the Madden curse that they shared, right? They shared yeah, that. The, the Madden curse. The yeah. sharing of the Madden curse. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Number six, we got Josh Allen, who definitely had his roller coaster up and down. Up and down. The whole team did, though. The defense. The whole team. The defense is still injured heading into yeah. playoffs. Hopefully they can get kind of healthy, you know, hosting the Patriots. Yeah. Um, I mean, but he's shown growth. Obviously, 2018, he was 32nd. 2019, 18th. Last year, he was 5th. Now he's 6th. So it's, it's not a big slump. Um, no, but again, like, it's not like he had a horrible season. It's just... They had games where they just not look like Super Bowl contenders. Big facts. Uh, number seven, we got Kyler Murray. He definitely is a roller coaster of a player in general. I mean, he's had his ups and downs. Pretty solid season. I think I said a couple weeks ago I thought he would have rushed for more yards. Um, but 24 touchdowns, 10 picks, um, a little under 4,000 yards. But his is in 14 games. Um, last year he was 10th. 2019 he was 13th. So he's showing growth, mm-hmm. uh, showing – a uh, development, um, a guy who easily could have chose baseball, you know, comes to football and, and really playing really well. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I think he'll continue to be a threat. I think he, they just have to figure it out in Arizona. Yeah, um, and it's going to look pretty bad for them heading in, you know, limping into the playoffs with how many losses they had yeah. to end the season. But, yeah. you know, hopefully they'll be able to pull it together and uh, – Shatter expectations, but number eight we got Matthew Stafford. You want to talk about a roller coaster? Um, I mean, he played all seventeen games, so that's a, a major plus. Yep, very close to five thousand yards again. Uh, Forty-one touchdowns, seventeen picks. It was just rough. He, when he played great, when he when he played great, like it was it was immaculate. It was wonderful. It was. Uh, you know, but you know, again, I still think he just has PTSD at moments where he's like, "Crap, I'm back in Detroit." Time to turtle up a little bit. Oh my god, Eddie! It's weird. Come on, Maddie. I don't know what that come was. On. But... <laughs> come, on. come on, Maddie. You gotta hang in there. But last year he was 13th. Um, the previous year he was ninth, 16th, eighth, eighth. So if if they continue this. Um, the Rams may be in for a rough season next year, possibly, if the trend continues, if he drops off. <laughs> but we'll have to I mean, see. We'll have to see. Uh, I think if they can, you know, reestablish that run game, like, it can help put a lot off the shoulders. I mean, he, has, he still has Cooper yeah, Cup. Right. We gotta, they got to find out what they need to do with the OBJ, but that's for our off-season episode. Yeah. Number um, nine. Dakie. Dak Prescott. Dakie. 37 passing TDs, uh, just shy of 4,500 yards tossed, 10 picks, 14 fumbles. That's a lot of fumbles. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Let's look at the top. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know what a, I don't know what a high fumble number is anymore. Four, three, one, five. five yeah. Nine. Okay. Yeah, okay. So maybe it's pretty maybe, bad. 13. Uh, okay. 14 is a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Dak, coming back, obviously comeback player of the year. We talked about that. Um, 
the Cowboys' offense up and down, their rush game up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, their their defense up, up and down. down. Like the whole team is up and so, down. I mean, him going from sixteen to nine. The, is Doc, the Dallas Cowboys like a box of chocolate. You never know. You never, you never know, know what you're gonna get. You never know. You never know. It's just like that feather flying around. You just never know where it's gonna land. In the mud. Yeah. Number ten, we got you got Terry. You got Derek Carr. <laughs> Uh, moving up from 12 last season. Um, again, 4,800 yards, you know, mm-hmm. right there, close to 5,000. Only 23 passing touchdowns, pretty low, uh, 14. Well, picks. they also did reestablish the run Finally. at times, too. So that I, helps. I'm not sure. I mean, 4,800 yards is a lot of passing yards. Uh, so that sounds like that yak we were talking about yeah, it is the with the uh, Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Derek Carr, first time in the playoffs, um, you know, got a chance to get a big win. Uh, I, I just don't know what happens after this year with the Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders. Um, obviously, this move to Las Vegas, they have a you know interim coach. They have Derek Carr. You know, do they decide to you know move on or do they they stick with them? But from twelve to ten, I mean, it looks like the, uh, he's been progressing. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's been the biggest bright spot of the Raiders this season, despite all the drama. Yeah, yeah. A resignation, a DUI, oh, God. jail, and then another DUI. Oh, God. Um, but just looking at it here, another playoff quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, finished shy of 4,000 yards. Obviously, they're a running team. Yep. He still threw 14 picks Yes, and had 10 fumbles. That's pretty rough. Yeah, they kind of at there were games where they kind of try to force the pass a little too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say it was the Colts game. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it. That's pretty funny. That's picked off. Uh, number 15, we got Jalen Hurts. Um, coach says he's going to play better this time around against the Bucks. I believe it. Um, hopefully he falls short, but he <laughs> fell short of 3,200 yards, 16 touchdowns, nine picks. Um, you know, 784 rushing yards, though, and 10 rushing touchdowns. So this is what I expected more from Kyle Murray, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this these numbers. Uh, but, I mean, Jalen Hurts is looking good. Uh, they have to just continue to grow. Obviously, they got rid of one of the best pass-catching tight ends in the middle of the season. Yep. Uh, so I'm not 100% sure why they did that, but they continue to play hard. Uh, number 17, we got Mac Jones, short. 200 yards short of 4,000, 22 touchdowns, 13 picks. Seven fumbles. Seven fumbles. Um, but easy offensive rookie, offensive quarterback, of, I guess. I don't know if we're going to give him rookie of the year. But He's going to give him rookie of the year. You think so? Uh, either that. Actually, they might give it to Jamar Chase. That's what I'm thinking. Jamar Chase, what's going to get? I mean, Mac Jones had a great season, um, you know, obviously leading – the Patriots to the playoffs. Patriots going to the Super Bowl to the playoffs. Uh, number 18, we got Jimmy G. If he plays, we just never if know. If he plays, yep. Uh, but he had 3,800 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks, and eight fumbles. Last year, he was tied 30th. Um, Jimmy G, you know how Jimmy G is, man. You know how Jimmy G is. And that's it. Nobody else is in the playoffs. Yep. So with that, let's go to some of these t- 
team vacancies, Johnny. Um, I'm very happy that both the NFL, Bleacher Report, and a lot of other teams are putting these in rankings, giving us predictions. Um, but you say fair, foul, you know, you let me know if this is in order. Uh, the vacancy, as far as the coaching vacancies, um, sportingnews.com has the Giants as the least. How should I put this? I guess least the least desirable. Yeah, destination least desirable right. destination. Number six. They only got $3 million in cap space. Uh, obviously, they have nine. Honestly, picks. just because of the draft picks, it'd be great to be there. They also are in the, you know, they're running for a new general manager. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be rough. Uh, I mean, it's going to be rough because there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, yeah. But this is the type of situation where you bring two people who are hungry. Yeah. And, you know, don't want to act like a Joe Judge and a Dave Gellman, basically get the opposite of that. Yeah. I mean, and who knows? And the fact that they have nine draft picks and stuff coming draft, draft two draft in the top ten. Two, two, two. I don't know. Number six is really worth it. I would well, say it probably needs to be up a little bit high because sure. because you're working on a blank slate. I mean, really. I mean, all you know because you think about it, you have to decide on. You know, they've already stuck you with Daniel Jones. Yep. You had to decide what to do with San, uh, Saquon Barkley. The defense isn't good. The offensive line stinks. Mm-hmm. And and basically, you're in the rebuild mode, which is great, which means if Barkley can get healthy, he could be a great trade destination for a team that needs a running back. I don't know, man. This is going to be a rough one. I can see why they would put him sixth. Uh, the Giants are in disarray. I'm hoping that they don't get a rookie head coach because I don't know if a rookie head coach can fix this. But... Somebody like Brian Flores, who already showed it, Doug Peterson, who's already yep. showed it, uh, that they can come around and turn a franchise around that's been in disarray. Um, I think that would be a good idea. Heck, I mean. Which is why I say I don't think six would be. like. I mean, the other teams. You got to look at the other teams. Course. I mean, you know, based on the roster that they had and where they were. Um, you know, number and for me, I'm thinking of what can potentially happen. But draft picks, you know, you know how people think about draft picks, though. I mean, and you got to hit on them, too. And that's the other part. Plus, the cap space is going to limit them in free agency. So there's not going to be a lot of people being brought in. Um, they're already in a rough spot. So it's a perfect money ball situation. I don't know, man. That's why they're number six. <laughs> Who's number five? Number five, we got the Minnesota Vikings, $14 million in cap space. And they have eight draft picks. Um, obviously, they have Kirk Cousins, who has who has another year or two. Yep. Um, with a lot of money. With a lot of money, their GM has also been let go, so they have an opportunity to bring in not only a new GM but a new coach as well. Um, obviously, some names being thrown out there. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying some of the coaches out there. I think it was Byron Leftwich for the Vikings. Um, but, you know, looking at some of the other teams, some of the other coaches that are out there, um, do you go offense or do you go defense with the Vikings is the question. Do you have to go offense? And 
Byron's great, but the thing about Byron, I mean, yes, you think about what he did with Jameis, they, they, you know, 30 for 30, right? Um, which Jameis had a great season, learning a new offense, learning a new offense. Um, but then you get Tom Brady and <laughs> Kirk Cousins, which, yeah. who was it? Was that Skip who said? Who was it that said Kirk Cousins, no, Tom Brady wouldn't do good in – uh, it was someone from uh, the CBS network. Yeah, it was Chris Sims. It was Chris Sims. That's right, the hater. <laughs> you were so mad. I don't. I don't know. Byron Leverage goes here. I think they'll be successful. Mm-hmm. But we talked about that with Bill Walsh the other day. You can't just take somebody from that offense and yes. expect it to be the same. Oh, because of the uh, Ed Reed tweet. He was saying, well, no, stop. not that. Uh, I'm just saying, like, in, in recycling re- that coaching. Not, not so much with that, but it's like you can't expect the same offensive success. Of course. You know, and I think if they hire somebody like Byron Leftwich, they're going to be expecting the same onslaught. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, which isn't going to happen. Granted, Justin Jefferson um, is there, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. So they have some weapons there, Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty sexy position to be in. I mean, that's why that, I would say that the Vikings are a little bit higher than yeah. the Giants. Uh, they just have a few tweaks to make, and they have more money. Uh, but number four, which shouldn't even be on even here, be here, is the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, they have $75 million. Honestly, I would say number four should be higher. Only reason I would say they, they're not higher is because now – you're under the microscope of, hey, we just let go of Brian Flores. Um, we need somebody that's going to come in and really get us motivated. Uh, Bleacher Report has them targeting head coach, uh, former Detroit Lions head coach Jim Caldwell, um, who, I mean, he did good in, in Detroit. Obviously, that was the last time they had a winning season. Yep. But – I don't know. Something's going on here. Obviously, they still have their general manager and Chris Greer, uh, but something's going on there. Uh, Tua didn't make the best, you know, quarterback that they tanked for. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Four, I think it's good because um, we're we're still unsure of now the identity of the Dolphins. Uh, number three, we got the Denver Broncos. Uh, which now this one I would say should be probably a little lower. Okay. Um, they still do not have a quarterback. I would I put know. them probably at number five and move the other two up. Uh, they should be right next to the Giants. Giants. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, Van- Fangio never had a chance, um, but they do have $48 million. So that's pretty good. Um, the, I, I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. Um, Bleacher Report has the Broncos hiring Nathaniel Hackett from the Green Bay Packers, uh, offensive coordinator. But again, you can't expect that type of success when nope. you don't even know who's playing quarterback. Exactly. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Number two, the Chicago Bears looking for a GM and a head coach. $43 million in cap. Five draft picks obviously you have you know a young quarterback in justin fields you have 
some defensive pieces that were kind of just thrown against the wall to see if they would stick. Um, you have, I mean, you just don't have a real direction. Um, Bleacher Report has the Bears hiring Brian Flores, um, which I think is good. I think Flores, I think Flores is a good fit in any of these positions. Absolutely. Um, I don't want him to get the Broncos one, but if that just so happens, that's fine. But Honestly, the, the only thing that's holding back the Bears is, and maybe the next coach and GM will be able to fix this, mm-hmm. is getting a, a good offensive line settled in there. True. Because like that's been one that's of true. their biggest banes. That's true. Uh, number one, I mean – Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they have a general manager in place, $72 million. Um, they can't strike out on this head coaching no. choice. They have to make a good one. Um, they, they, they can't go back-to-back with bad decisions. Yeah. Um, Bleacher Report has them hiring former Eagles head coach Doug Peterson. Um, but they're, they've interviewed everybody. Yeah. Uh, so I like the fact that they're doing their due diligence. Um, I mean, they're, they're interviewing everybody, including Bill O'Brien. Um, which, if they do that, I mean, just throw it. I mean, just look at what he did in Houston. I mean, they're right across the, you know, the division. Like, don't even do this. Don't do this. Like, I'd rather them bring in Marvin Lewis. If I'm being honest, if they're gonna do this, I'd rather them bring in Marvin Lewis. I'm serious. Um, but they have ten <clears throat> draft picks. Um, obviously, they have. Uh, Possible future quarterback star. I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't look great, but, but I mean, again, that's again, you're oh, well, he's in a bad system with like a bad that. head coach, something like that. You know, he could have a complete resurgence. But the one thing I'll say <clears throat> is that if the week 18 game was a preview of what potential the Jaguars have, knocking out the Colts, then they have something if they can play with that energy for a full season. Um, but, Johnny, the last bit of news here, Vikings did request to interview Eagles executive Catherine Raich for the general manager position, yeah. um, which would break barriers. I mentioned that, you know, I felt like the Bucks uh, general manager team, because uh, I think they have a whole team there, which I think uh, one, player, one, one executive is being interviewed by a team. But this would be the first um, female general manager in NFL history. Um, uh, which would be outstanding. You know, I think you have to go back and look at, you know. Well, not first one. The first one was uh, Susan Spencer back in the in the 80s. She was a general manager? She became a general manager. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, then she would be the second or third or now, I don't know. Uh, this says right here, I mean, maybe this person just didn't do their research that I guess – this would be the first. Oh, she's the first one that, to actually interview. Because you're saying that she was given the job. Yes. Ah. She took over ah. GM duties. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. So getting interviewed is okay. one thing. Yeah, but just yeah. given the job. Okay. So she was, she was just promoted to it. Exactly. Ah, I got you. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, Johnny, <clears throat> I know that people heard this podcast on their favorite podcast platform. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't. They can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to review this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go over our playoff predictions as well as give you the news, the analysis, 
and the reeds. Dun, 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 dun.